0: Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. On today's show, we're talking about how to speak to bureaucrats. This past week, I attended a public consultation meeting with city officials. They're trying to gather community input on the question of housing quality, availability, and affordability. Tenant advocacy groups showed up at the meeting in force. They had lots of stories of problems with their properties that, quite frankly, should have never happened. I've got a tremendous amount of empathy for the folks in the room who've endured those kind of hardships. It's true that not all landlords are educated on how to run a quality rental business. People had stories of molds being hidden behind a coat of paint. They had stories of recurring pest infestations. They had stories of broken elements that had not been repaired despite numerous requests. The city has a mechanism for enforcing property standards. It involves a simple phone call to a three-digit hotline, and any resident can report a problem to a city by-law enforcement official. The most common complaint at the meeting was that residents didn't know about the hotline or were too shy and intimidated to call. The proposed solution would be to institute a landlord licensing scheme that somehow would improve the quality of the rental properties. The cost of implementing such a system, unfortunately, would inevitably be passed on to the tenants, making housing even less affordable. One of the proposals is to levy an administrative charge against landlords that face repeated complaints requiring repeated visits to the property by bylaw enforcement officers. The funds collected from these administrative fees would be used to fund proactive enforcement. So let's unpack what this really means. I stood up at the meeting and made the case for properly addressing rental affordability. The root cause of affordability is that the underlying cost of the properties in the city is high. When a basic commodity three-bedroom townhouse costs $450,000 to purchase, the cost of owning that property is going to be somewhere in the region of 2500 bucks a month. It doesn't matter who owns it. If the property is owned by a landlord who rents it even for zero profit, it's still going to cost 2500 a month. And that's out of reach for many in the community. So the root cause has nothing to do with landlords being greedy or exploiting tenants. It has to do with the underlying cost of the property. That's the real issue. We discussed many ideas for creating affordable housing, but at the end of that discussion, city officials said that they were not really trying to create affordable housing. They were simply trying to make sure that in the process of implementing any new rules, they didn't make the situation any worse. So the study was really about what, if any, rules would be implemented to govern rental housing. Now, the consultant hired by the city conducted a study of rental accommodations. In that study, they found that 71% of residents have asked for repairs, and Landlords made repairs 88% of the time. 67% were satisfied with their current rental unit. And of the 33% that were not, 75% could not afford to move and 22% were saving to buy a home. The most common complaint was that the property was too expensive. The city does maintain statistics on where they get complaints. Of the 133,000 units in the market, Only a small number are subject to property standards complaints to the bylaw enforcement hotline. In fact, 233 units are responsible for almost a quarter, that is 23%, of the complaints to the city. We're talking about some 233 units that represent 0.17% of the total inventory in the city. That's less than two properties in a thousand. In my view, the city knows exactly where to focus its attention. It's on those 233 properties. The second major question was on the topic of proactive enforcement. City staff mentioned the concept of proactive enforcement on several occasions. That's a word that's code for going on a fishing expedition to find problems. Again, let's put this in perspective. There are 233 properties that remain in the marketplace as bad landlords and are a source of ongoing misery for tenants. The existing system is telling bylaw enforcement exactly where to pay attention. I made the argument to city staff that we have a situation in the city where a phone call to police to report drug activity will not result in the police taking any action. In fact, you can't even get the police to respond to those reports. The department's automated attendant phone system directs residents not to talk to an officer, but to fill out a form on the police department's website. Now we're talking about real live criminal activity that's taking place in the community, and the city doesn't have the resources to respond to criminal activity. Instead, they're thinking of going on a fishing expedition to keep landlords... Who were, by the way, not criminals, nor engaging in any criminal activity, somehow keep those folks in check. Somehow, the proposed enforcement is a better use of city resources. There's a real inversion of priorities here. Now, city staff, to their credit, seem to accept my argument that the bigger picture priorities needed to be examined. The point of today's episode is that you can absolutely influence recommendations made by city staff to city council. You can absolutely influence decisions that are made by politicians, but you have to get out from behind your desk. You have to get off your sofa on a Tuesday night and go down to City Hall and engage in the dialogue directly, face-to-face. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.